This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. It's uh, overtime here on 106.7 The Fan. Scott Jackson with you. Our pleasure to go to the MGM National Harbor listed line and bring in the one and only Ben Stendig, who uh, joins us right now from the Athletic D.C., Saw a tweet you had a few minutes ago about uh, the Washington coaching staff. Is that uh, breaking news? Somewhat breaking news? New news? Is that interesting or important, Ben? Which is it? <laughs> uh, good question. Uh, I, it's almost hard to keep track at this point of like what is where we're at with, with these types of yeah. incremental announcements. But, I mean, you know, we haven't talked to Ron Rivera, obviously, since the end of the year. And at that point, you know, he was noncommittal to anybody about what he's doing with his staff. Jack Del Rio, of course, a few days prior had said that he, he believed he would be back. Um, there had been rumblings about possible changes, and, you know, often something is different. They, they, they basically brought the same back, the same staff back last year, so it seemed reasonable that something might change. But my sense is that at this point, they're not planning on making any changes. Um, the one caveat is because there are nine different coaching openings in the league, two of them were filled today, but nine different staffs are going to be built. That could lead to somebody getting poached or promoted to a coordinator position. But it, it appears to me that right now, uh, from what I gather, that they're going to stay pat with the group they have. Yeah, it, seem, it seems like this is a really good defensive coordinator market, right? I mean, this if you were going to make a change there, that would have been the thing to jump at because there were a lot of availables, including Vic Fangio, who, you know, he did this fake interview with Jacksonville, looks like and they're going to go with Byron Leftwich, it appears. But maybe not. Maybe he is their fallback guy. I don't know. But anyway, I mean, it just seems like there were some opportunities if you wanted to look at a different person with a defense, that that would be the route to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There, there were definitely, it, it felt like, some opportunities uh, this year in that market. Um, you know, look, it's, it's a challenge, right? The defense obviously underachieved overall, and they've got to figure out, you know, hopefully they have, they're having a hard conversation with themselves about what did happen here. You know, did the defensive line not live up to their expectations because they were not put in the proper scheme? Uh, they weren't used right, or, you know, was it more on the individual players? And, you know, what happened with Jamin Davis, and why did William Jackson uh, transition from a man defense with Cincinnati to a zone here? take so long and so on and so on. And, you know, if they come to a conclusion that it's not the coaching staff or, you know, or, or it's not, you know, the, the, they, they think they understand what went wrong. Okay. I mean, you know, rock, rock on, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there has to be some questions that they've got to be asking each other. I'm assuming this isn't just a rubber stamp saying last year was good enough. I don't think that's the case. All right. Ben Standings with us, the Athletic D.C., 
All right, before we get to your story earlier this week on Jimmy G and, you know, kind of the thoughts of people around the NFL on Jimmy G and the reality of his market and how he may fit in Washington, the big reveal, of course, is supposed to be on um, the 2nd of uh, February, but now the day after we're going to have the big <laughs> the big show, right, with Congress uh, talking about workplace environment, the uh, House Oversight Committee uh, has, has called, you know, for some transparency with the NFL which they haven't really given anybody, and now they're going to just roll it out on their YouTube channel and on a website. Do you think the timing of this is by accident that it just happens to be the day after they're supposed to be, you know, moving forward and not backwards? Yeah, I don't think this is a uh, coincidence. I mean, like, look, I, I think this is obviously an important topic, The you know, the investigation into yeah. the organization's culture and, um, you know, the Wilkinson report, I you know, do believe, should have been released. And, you know, I hopefully, you know, the women involved with the organization who have been out there talking loudly for some time about wanting to know what, you know, wanted, to, wanted people to hear their story, I think should absolutely get out. Um, it does feel, though, like this is the timing of this is kind of like, oh, really? Okay. It's a little, I, I don't know. I don't want to say stunt because, like I said, I think they should be heard, but it feels like the yeah. timing of this is a bit odd. Plus, it's not. I'm, I'm not a, a, a congressional expert, but it's not a hearing. It's a roundtable, so it just it doesn't. It's not. I, I don't know what. My, my 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 wonder with this whole congressional situation has been what kind of teeth are, are, are in here really right. anyway. The NFL is obviously right. not really. You know, they're not, the NFL doesn't seem to be quaking in their in their boots over these threats. So what's actually going to happen? It, it, you know, is anything going to happen? Um, so you know, I've been skeptical on that front and. You know, like I said, to have this thing the day after Washington's going to have the big name change, you know, okay. I mean, I, yeah. we'll, we'll see what they say. Yeah, I mean, do they have subpoena power? Is this like the baseball thing with steroids where Rafael Palmeira has to go speak and, and Roger Clemens? No, it's not. So I, I – and, you know, Bud Seelig's up there, you know, stammering. I mean, it's it's not that. So I'm with you. I, I don't know – what kind of teeth it has and what, what kind of results it'll get. But as I said earlier, like, let's, let's be honest. I mean, I don't think anybody saw, you know, going into the summer of 2020, this team announcing they're going to change your name until of course the screws got tightened by, you know, money people. And that's usually how things happen, right? That that's usually when people react and, and things that you don't expect to happen, happen. And until that comes to the point with the NFL, you know, I think it's status quo. I think there's 30 other owners that would be very uncomfortable if you started digging through their workplace environments over the years and some NDAs. I think no, this is a would be a scary precedent for a lot of those guys. And I think that's why none of them are really pushing the commissioner to do anything about what happened here beyond what they did. Yeah, I totally agree. This is all going to come down to when do the other owners decide enough is enough. I, I have no comprehension of what that would take uh, because obviously it's been you know a lot of negatives here with with this owner, uh, not just the last couple of years, but over time. But particularly um, the, the, the last you know nearly two years um, of this particular story. And yeah, I mean, I think I think it's wise tactics to continually go after the NFL because that's where you're going to have to get something done. But, yeah, I, I just don't know how it's going, what it's going to take for the other owners to say, yeah, we're going to cut him free, even if it means a closer look, a closer look at us. I, I just don't I, – I don't see that happening anytime soon. But, you know, it would be cool to be surprised. 
All right, so let's get to your story, Ben State of the Athletic DC, on the quarterback search for Washington, right? So Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, look, I've ridden the roller coaster. I admitted it in the first segment, you know, where I watch him, and I'm like, why is everybody so down on this guy? I'm like, oh, my God, he's the worst quarterback ever. You know, I'm like, you just go from one extreme to the other. And certainly the game at Green Bay, although they won, nobody's going to walk away saying, well, yeah, I mean, that guy's, you know, he's just a step below, you know, Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. Obviously not. You know, he's several steps below that. However, he's had a really good run as a starter in terms of wins and losses. Whether you believe in that or not, it is hung on the quarterback like it is the head coach, and that's just the world we live in. So that all being said, there's a lot of teams that appear to be lining up in the market now, the Steelers officially, uh, for quarterbacks, Ben. I mean, even if Washington had a, quote, stoop to that level, could they even be guaranteed to acquire a Jimmy G? Wait, say, say that again. Can, can they be even guaranteed to get him? Um, yeah, the, the answer I mean, there's going to be a lot answer, of competition yeah. potentially. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the answer is no. I mean, if you, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I have no life. So the other day, I was like, you know, yeah. let me actually like plot out all the quarterback situations in the league. And so I, you know, I mean, it didn't take a lot of brain power. I just sat down and went through it. And like, you know, about 20 teams, you could say have either a, a great quarterback or, you know, they drafted somebody recently that they're kind of building around and what they'll see. Yeah. And then you've got, an, an, I'd say, another, you know, six to eight teams that are kind of like, eh, you know, we have somebody right. we can kind of go with sort of like the Colts with, with Carson Wentz or, or even like the Panthers with Sam Darnold. Like, you could do better, but like, you know, this is kind of where we're at. And then you have the teams like Washington and Denver and Pittsburgh where there really is no current option on the roster and you start looking around the world and like, okay, you know, we can all um, speculate about what happens to Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr or even Deshaun Watson. But if those guys are not available and Watson's obviously sort of a, a separate case because of his legal matters, um, well, then what are you doing? And then you start looking at, well, what else is available? I mean, the free agent market is guys like Teddy Bridgewater and Mitch Trubisky, the draft class. Uh, look, there's always hope with the draft, but, this is not considered to be a dynamic class by any stretch. So you're really start to go up against it. So if Garoppolo actually became available, like he would immediately be better. Well, he'd immediately be better than the teams that have nothing. But then in terms of even just the, the, the tier above, you know, again, some of those teams may look at him and say, hey, we see him get to the NFC Championship game twice in three years with the 49ers. Yeah, maybe there's limitations, but they've shown sort of a path forward. And if we build up around him, it's kind of like what Ron Rivera always says, if you build up the pieces around this quarterback, can you plug that guy in and get it done? Some teams might say, yeah. And, you know, that's the thing. And even beyond Garoppolo, you talk about a guy like Mitch Trubisky, who, again, <laughs> nobody is excited to say, well, go get that guy. Okay, right. well, look, I'm not here to advocate for Mitch Trubisky, but we'll note he's, he was 29 and 21 as a starter with the Bears, made the playoffs twice. He was the number two pick in the draft a few years ago. And, yeah, he certainly has limitations. But I think people around the league think that you may be able to get something done with him. And, again, he might be better than almost all the other options that are going to be out there. And this is the scary part and kind of why I wanted to write the story. It's just I'm not advocating for any of these people. But it's instead of everybody saying Washington has to go get a stud, maybe just accept the fact that they may not be able to even get an, a mediocre guy because of the way the current landscape is. No, you're you're 100% right. I mean, that's what I kind of laugh at is like you're not guaranteed to get any of these studs if they're even available. I mean, because again, 
you know, Seattle and uh, Green Bay went through the same exercise you did and I did too, to try to figure out who's going to be in the market and who are your real replacements. I mean, we all saw Jordan Love play. That's not exciting, okay? Um, you know, in terms of quarterback replacement for, for, for Aaron Rodgers. So if you can somehow keep Aaron Rodgers around for another year or whatever, you know, by doing some creative cap stuff, you know, g- good for you. I can understand why you'd want to do that. And again, nobody knows if Russell Wilson's really available or, or Derek Carr is really available. Uh, you know, these are all just like speculative uh, things. Oh, guys are getting a little antsy. I mean, again, it, to, to, in order to get rid of a quarterback, quarterback like that, you sure as hell better have a pretty close to excellent replacement. And nobody's, you know, swearing by this draft in terms of quarterbacks either. So, I mean, this this idea that, like, you have to get QB1 come hell or high water and it better be on the Mahomes, you know, Josh Allen level is just like science fiction. That's just not real. Yeah, no, I mean, for, for, for sure. I mean, look, we, you know, we're talking about Garoppolo. Like, if I told you Kirk Cousins is available, which is right. actually a possibility, I mean, just because yeah. – Minnesota is going through some changes with the coach in the front office, and Cousins, the massive, you know, that 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 famous deal of his, is, you know, the, the 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 current year is, uh, or this come upcoming year is a huge number. If Minnesota decided to move on, I guarantee people around here, some would say, "Oh no, Kirk Cousins, okay. we can't have that again." Well, again, this is this is the this is the the, the deal. At any point in time, there's only so many humans on the planet who apparently can play this position in a reasonable way. And there's ebbs and flows within that. And right now, this moment in time, it's a down, a downturn. Uh, you know, yeah. if this was last year and you had five quarterbacks coming into the draft who everybody seemed to be a little more excited about, maybe you'd have a different outlook. That's not this year. So that's, that, that's the, that's the rub. I mean, again, I'm not, this is not to give anybody in Washington side an excuse. Um, and they've got to, they've got to figure out something, but at the same point, yeah, it's just not exactly a uh, robust marketplace. Yeah, and, and they've got to ask themselves, too, as we're talking to Ben Stanley, the Athletic DC here on uh, 106.7 The Fan with Overtime. Scott Jackson with you. You can also check us out on the Odyssey app. Uh, is it an upgrade? Is it a big enough upgrade over what you have in-house? And what you have in-house really next year is only Taylor Heineke. Uh, he's under contract. Obviously, Kyle Allen you know, is going to be a free agent. Um, but you could keep him, I guess, if you wanted to, you know, rather you know, economically. But that that's it, right? So is it better than that? Could you get better quarterback play? And I guess the other uh, other question you have to ask yourself is, but that extra money it's going to cost you, is that going to impact your roster so negatively that it'll kind of offset whatever improvement you get in a quarterback position? Yeah, I mean, they, the, 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 money, the money situation is a challenging one across the board for them. They've got to, I mean, like, here's the other variable with the whole quarterback situation just in general. You know, right now it's near the end of January. Last year, Stafford was traded around this time. Um, yeah. There's not been, there, there's no sign of any real movement around the league right now, in part because we just said a lot of teams are probably not looking to yeah. trade their quarterback. But also, until these coaching situations are dealt with, you know, it's hard to, um, um, it's hard for to know what teams are going to go in which direction. But for Washington, yeah, they've got some cap space, but they also have a bunch of decisions. And ideally, they get this quarterback situation done because what are they budgeting for, right? Are they budgeting for twenty-five to thirty million dollars, or even more for some of these guys, or are they budgeting for a world where it's Taylor Heineke around four million, a rookie around five, and maybe a, a guy like a Trubisky in that you know five to six range or something? That's a big difference, and you have to know what else you're going to be spending your money on. So, um, yeah, again, this isn't just unique to them; but other teams as well, but. You know, it's like when Ron Rivera was <laughs> they have talked about having a plan. It's kind of like, okay, but like, like I get you have to have contingency plans, 
there's a wildly different contingency plan to say you're going to go get a veteran quarterback making huge money versus going down the you know the rookie route and uh you know they've, they've got to put themselves in a position to kind of know what they can what they're going to do i think sooner than later absolutely Ben Standing, the Athletic DC at Ben Standing on Twitter. You can check him out there as well. Uh, great talking to you. I was going to cheat in a Wizards question, but I think I'll, I'll just leave it on a high note, talking about the the desperate search for a quarterback instead. <laughs> I always appreciate the time, Mr. Jackson. Thanks, thanks as always. All right, thank you. I think that was kind of a backhanded compliment, Mr. Jack. That's like making me sound older than I am. But I am old. Not old enough to be Ben's dad, though. Um, thanks to Ben Stinnick joining us via the MGM National Harbor listener line. All right, coming up, uh, I, I'm going to lay out the teams that I think are in the quarterback market right now. And you tell me if this is a better situation or not. Um, ben said, God, he thinks that there could be like around 12, right? So he said 30, 20 teams have a good stand, have a good or feel good about their quarterbacks. But we'll just throw out some obvious ones and then some that could be maybes when we come back. 800-636-1067, uh, Where do you think Washington fits in on the desirability for said quarterbacks, If whether you're talking about trade, free agents, whatever? And guys, like obviously, if the big stars get traded, they're going to have some say on where they go, as we saw last year with the Matt Stafford. 800-636-1067. We'll get to that. Who are the other teams in the quarterback market now that obviously Pittsburgh's officially in? Of course, the Broncos are in. Who are the others besides Washington? We'll get to that straight ahead here on Overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 1067 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's overtime here on 1067 The Fans. Scott Jackson with you. Thanks to Ben Standing, the Athletic DC. Went a little longer with Ben than you know, I was probably allowed to, but you know, them only in here a few days a week, every once in a while. So what are they gonna do? You know, really? I mean, really what, you know. You can find somebody else. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. They will find a lot of other people. But anyway. All right. So here's what I've got for teams that absolutely positively need quarterbacks this offseason. You know, Washington QB1, number one priority. We get that. Pittsburgh now very much in the race. Um, The Broncos, I think you got to put the Saints in. I mean, look, the only person that loved Taysom Hill more than Taysom Hill's family was Sean Payton. Now he's gone. So I got to think they're going to be in it. Panthers, they should be, but boy, have they ever mismanaged that debacle. I mean, 
what they have done, if they would have just stuck it out with Cam Newton, like to say this would have been the end of Cam Newton now, and now they're going into it. Instead, they wasted all that money and draft capital on, you know, Sam Darnold. What what a terrible Matt Rule, what a disaster he's been. I really thought he was gonna be a good coach. He's just made some bad decisions. They threw Joe Brady out the window, you know. Uh, Colts could be, although it looks like maybe, you know, Frank Reich's going to try another year with Carson Wentz. The Dolphins, I still got to believe they're going to give two another year, but we don't know because they don't have a head coach yet. Uh, the Browns, you know, they've said they're going to stick with Baker Mayfield. There's no coaching change there. So I'll just put them as a as a long shot possibility. Titans as well as a long shot possibility, although, boy, Ryan Tannehill really broke their heart. Texans, I think they got Davis Mills. I think you play that kid next year. Uh, and go from there. Vikings, we just discussed that with Ben. Possibility, the new GM they just hired today. is like, yeah, we're not going to waste this kind of money on Kirk Cousins. He's, you know, put the for sale sign up and go have at it. Seahawks, if they were to move, obviously, Russell Wilson, they'd have to have a plan in place to find another quarterback. Raiders, same deal. I, I still think both of those things are things that are made up by teams that want good quarterbacks. I guess John Kime had a piece uh, on his podcast or mentioned his podcast that the feeling with the Raiders, the only reason the Derek Carr stuff comes up is because apparently uh, Mark Davis does not like Derek Carr as much as some others did. So, and if, you know, and bottom line is what does Josh McDaniel think if he's the new head coach, as they're saying he is in a package deal, um, you know, with the assistant uh, general manager for the Patriots that they're, they're talking about now with uh, this guy, Dave Ziegler, who quite frankly can come sit in my house right now in front of me and smack me in the face, and I'd have no idea who he is. If you had a name tag on this, if Dave Ziegler, I might know who he is. I mean, why not go with some Patriot guys? I mean, look, I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could go wrong? They all know Bill Belichick and worked with him, so I'm sure this is going to all transfer into uh, success as it has everywhere else for all these former Patriots that get gigs. So, hey, have at it. I mean, you know, Michael Lombardi, Scott Pioli, I mean, they're all just killing it, right? Yeah. Probably not. I actually like Scott Paoli a lot. I actually really like him on TV. Um, not as much a fan of Lombardi. Um, but anyway, yeah, they all were there, and they all got fired at their places. All the coaches have been fired. Mike Vrabel doesn't count. He played for him. He didn't coach with him. It's been a disaster. Now, I'll say this for Josh McDaniels. You know, you know he left the, he left the uh, Colts at the altar a few years ago. So who knows if this thing with the Raiders really happens. But I'll say this about Josh McDaniels. And apparently he got a little full of himself when he was in Denver. But any guy who could win a, win a playoff game with Tim Tebow as his quarterback can't be all bad. Seriously. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be – yeah, maybe I'm being a little mean, but whatever. Um, he won a playoff game with Tim Tebow. So, I mean, there you go. That's all you need to know, right? I mean, if you could do that, then, you know, you can't be all terrible, right? You can't be the worst coach in the world uh, if you can pull that off. Anyway, no, he uh, he was eight and eight, and then he was three and nine, and he got fired. Yeah, he wasn't even with Team Tebow. I've got that wrong too. Oh well. So yeah, he sucks too. All right, going back to my original point. Yeah, forget him. Um, yeah, absolutely forget him. I always thought that he would just stick it out with with the um, with the Patriots situation. Just wait for the evil genius to resign or retire, resign, retire, whatever he would do. I don't know if he's ever going to quit, but I would just think that, that would have been the move for him, but it didn't happen. I just forget John Fox was the Tim Tebow coach. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh, well. Boy, was that a fun ride when it happened. Not really. 
But anyway, so I think, uh, yeah, I mean, if the Raiders are so infatuated with the idea of Patriots West, you know, have at it. Have at it, Mark Davis. Good luck with that. Because nobody has been able to replicate that anywhere else yet. Not even close. Not even close. The only thing you could say is big close is if you want to say, hey, okay, Nick Saban. But Nick Saban had some coaching chops, you know, for him and you know him and Bill. But he did work under Bill long enough in Cleveland, and obviously, you know, did pretty well at Michigan State, LSU, you know, the Dolphins. He he had success there. Believe it or not, if he just could have only got a quarterback, would have been a lot better. I don't know. Would have been good. Could have been. Could have been something. If he would have stuck it out, but. I understand why he decided to roll as well. He had a he had a he had a gold mine in front of him and they told him no one drew Brees, so he was he's like, I'm out of here. Can't compete without a quarterback. So I'll go get a new one every few years that is a five star at Alabama. So if you look at this thing with the quarterbacks, you know, with the Nathaniel Hackett hiring, everybody's assuming that somehow he's going to be the Pied Piper that's going to have Aaron Rodgers go there. Why would Aaron Rodgers want to go in the AFC West? I have no idea, but okay. I guess that could happen. Doubt it, but sure, why not? I just There's just a lot of glut out there. There's a lot of glut of teams. I can see why people would be attracted to going to the Steelers. been a stable organization, been really good. Saints have got a lot of cap issues. Broncos have got receivers tied up into some contracts. They got a good defense. Um, although they traded away obviously some parts with the with the deal sent of Von Miller out of there. I don't know what the Panthers have that would be attractive to anybody. Dolphins have some parts. Vikings have some parts, for sure. So I think Washington has got a compelling a compelling story to tell a quarterback that's out there. They do. Uh it would have been better at the, you know taking a step forward this year, not stayed the same at seven and 10 for two straight years. But I do think they've got a shot. I don't think it's, they're buried. I think Pittsburgh would probably be number one in the clubhouse if they decide to search for the veteran for sure, just based on what they have and their head coach and their success overall. And even this year with their quarterback, not playing all that great, they were still able to get into the postseason. All right. What do you think the Washington football team stacks up when it comes to chasing a QB one in the what appears to be a crowded market of teams chasing QB one? 800-636-1067, We'll take a timeout. We'll come back and we'll, we'll uh, get you some of your calls. Also, uh, talk a little bit more about Big Ben's retirement before we uh, get out of this hour as well. We'll get to the caps at the top of the hour with Ben Raby on what is going on in January for this Washington Capitals team. We continue here on overtime at one zero six seven. The fan. Welcome back. Overtime here on 1067 The Fan, 800 636 1067 to join us via the MGM National Harbor listener line. Talking about where Washington football fits in this suddenly crowding quarterback market, potentially teams on the hunt for QB1. We'll get to uh, Mark in Charles County. Go ahead, Mark. How are you doing tonight? Hey, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, I'm just thinking back to the first Cowboy game. If um, <clears throat> if uh, Kyle Allen comes in and completes that pass and tie the game, you know, if we get a turnover, somebody wins that game because Ron has never really talked bad about him. He, he, he sort of wanted him to be the bridge, I think. I know he's mm-hmm. not really the future, but I don't think right. he really wanted to get rid of him. And if, you, if, if he did something in that game, well, you know, what would he uh, – he was still in the playoffs. What would his thoughts be? I don't think he wants to get rid of him. 
And I think he prefers him over uh, uh, Heineke, obviously, just, you know, overall, him and, and the uh, offensive coordinator. But they want him to be the bridge. They wanted, uh, what's the veteran um, that got hurt? They wanted him to, to be the bridge. Is he on a one-year? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he was just on a one-year. Yeah. yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick was on a one-year. Well, here, here's what I'd say to you about that. I, I'm with you. Going into the season, I felt he liked Kyle Allen the best. But, look, he had ample opportunity to Kyle Allen back on the field, never took it. So I'm not sure he likes it better. I, I think he really bought into Taylor and wanted to give Taylor a full look. Um, you know, and it's up to Kyle. I mean, he's going to be a, I think, a restricted earning, you know, like a ex- exclusive rights free agent. So they could keep him if they want to. Um, and that, you know, they can make him an offer and then they can make him a, he's a restricted free agent. So they would get some type of uh, compensation for him if he were to go. I, I would imagine he'd probably like to get out of here to get an opportunity, knowing that there's going to be a future quarterback coming in and knowing where he didn't fit in this year. But um, yeah, it was weird because I'm with you. I, I kind of felt like earlier in that game, they should have put him in, uh, should have stuck with him. I think there were some lean weeks where you, you could have made the argument to get Kyle Allen on the field. But they never did, so I don't know. I mean, it, it was odd. Right, it's going to be it's tough odd. to get a, a, a quarterback because there's musical chairs with five chairs yep. and twelve people. Yep. So you know you're yep. going, you know, you might lose. So you have to have a plan B. No, I'm and with you. You got to. You got to. Yeah, yeah. Two, two, uh second level quarterbacks. You know, like Mario, Heineke, yeah. uh, 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 you know, Trubisky. Uh, you know, yeah. it's got to be a two, yeah. a two, yeah. two plan thing this year. Yeah, I mean, look, it, this is. You remember this is Mike Shanahan, right? I mean, he went, you know, they spun their wheels at this position. Uh, you know, they swung at McNabb, and, you know, supposedly he never wanted McNabb. It wasn't his decision, but, you know, they went, did that the first year. That didn't work. They spun their wheels to Grossman and, and obviously back in that disaster. And then, you know, some more Grossman until they got the 2012 year where they had uh, RG3 and, you know, Kirk for, you know, a guest appearance in, in a couple games. And obviously the start in Cleveland. And, you know, that's – it's not just because you say you want to do it and it's a priority. It's not easy. It's easier said than done. Obviously you, you got to You're not going to find a Josh Allen or a Pat Mahomes level quarterback this off season, or it doesn't appear. Or, and if you do get somebody that eventually is that good, you're not going to know it right away. Cause that means you probably drafted a rookie who is going to exceed expectations. Uh, right now, these guys, you know, again, not to say that the, the, the scouts are always right or the draft Knicks are always right about what guys are going to end up being, but there is not a, a, a real high excitement level or hype level for this group. There was obviously the year that um, Joe Burrow came out. There was still a lot of hype for two at the time. Wasn't nearly as much hype as there should have been clearly for Justin Herbert, uh, but to credit to the chargers, cause they, they liked him and um, <laughs> made a hell of a pick. So it will be uh It'll be interesting if, you know, again, you, you don't get one of these top flight guys and if they're not available. I, I, I find it fascinating that everybody's just assuming Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Bronco and go with Nathaniel Hackett. I must have missed where Nathaniel Hackett was like the linchpin of that offense, whatever it is. But I, I don't, you know, I don't see, I don't see that at all. I, I, don't, I don't see that as a given. And, and again, why would you leave such a comfortable neighborhood as the NFC North? that has the bears who are constantly spinning their wheels who you've, you know, said you own, right. You got the lions for God's sakes, you know, it should be two free wins a year, although they did lose to them this year in the last week of the season. Uh, and then the, and the Vikings who, you know, seem to always trip over themselves. I mean, why would you leave that neighborhood to go play against, Oh, I don't know, Pat Mahomes twice a year. I mean, why would you, why would you do that? You know, Derek Carr uh, in that division as well. Uh, Justin Herbert's pretty good in that division as well. So, I mean, why would you do that? And, and, you know, then look at the big picture of the AFC. I mean, you couldn't get through the NFC with home field 
this year. I mean, you know, couldn't beat Garoppolo in the 49ers in the, you know, the frozen tundra. And then you're going to try to earn, you'd be lucky to earn home field ever in Denver, quite frankly, uh, is no matter how good Aaron Rodgers is just because of, again, the neighborhood. And you're talking about Buffalo in that, in that division or in that conference in the, in the Bengals in that conference, you know, the Titans you always run up a good record, you know, have the opportunity to do it being in the AFC South <laughs> with the Jags and the Texans in their division. Maybe that's not going to last forever, but point being is again, you're, you're starting at the bottom of a, of a division that has a 12 and five chiefs team. That's been a four straight AFC championships, a Raiders team that, you know, did have a 10 and seven year, despite all the craziness off the field, their coach gets fired. Uh, they got a player involved in a, you know, a fatal DUI crash. They got another player that they cut for some personal reasons. They got all kinds of nutty, you know, crap going on. And then you got the chargers who, if their coach could get out of his own way, Mr. Hey, well, the, you know, the analytics says, you know, you know, turn off the analytics channel, dude. Okay. I mean, sometimes it just makes sense to get the damn points. What are you doing? Fourth down in your own 30 in the third quarter. What a panic-stricken move that was. Anyway, Brandon Staley could get out of his own way. The Chargers should be really good again next year. So, you know, if Aaron Rodgers thinks he could do that, good for him. Good for him. Because uh, the guy I've seen in the playoffs the last couple seasons, that ain't, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. You're not going to be getting past that crew. That's a tough. That's a tough neighborhood. Real tough neighborhood. All right, coming up, we'll get to the Big Ben retirement. You know, I heard a lot of this, is Big Ben top 10? Is Big Ben this? Is he that? I mean, stop it. He's not top 10. That's absurd. Absolutely absurd. But he is, there is one category that I will fight for for Big Ben that I think he is hands down the best. There's been no, there's been no match. There's been no match. And maybe I'm wrong. You can tweet me up if you want at Jackson Sports about anything we're talking about tonight or just say, hey, just holla fine as well we'll get to ben raby at eight on the caps struggles in january and uh what can they do to turn this thing around and then we'll also talk about the disappointing wizards and here bradley beal had to took chris miller on nbc sports washington today and sit down interview after the debacle of a 35 point blown lead against the clippers we'll get to all that straight ahead but big ben next he is number one in one category what do you think it is i'll tell you here on overtime scott jackson here with you on 1067 the fan T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, 1067 of fans. Scott Jackson with you till 9 tonight. We'll talk caps. Top of the hour, Ben Raby. We'll also get into the Wizards. Hit all the mo- monumental uh, struggles uh, in the eight o'clock hour, we're Bradley Beal to tell Chris Miller today when they need to sit down on his state of the Wizards. All right, um, Ben Roethlisberger officially retiring today. Not a big surprise. I mean, everybody knew it. Um, you know, Mike Tomlin was talking about it. Uh, everybody was talking about it prior to Ben actually doing it. He did this like online thing and his family with him, and you know, it was nicely done. It was shot. I would say probably. Uh, fairly professional, a little bit better than like, you know, the average person would do with uh, like a selfie stick with their family. But anyway, he officially calls it a career. Um, I don't know. I was just perusing the Twitter um, this afternoon and saw a lot of, uh, you know, different, like, where does he rank and all this kind of stuff? You know, look, he, you know, he had a moment, right? If they beat the Packers, like at that time, he would have been, you know, right on par with the you know in that at, the, at that moment and that and again you got to go back this is many years ago you know right where brady was at that point you know obviously brady's lapped him and everybody else since then but you know the two champions the first super bowl really you know they, it wasn't him right i mean it was their defense against the seahawks but the one they won against arizona i mean that was clutch you know throwing the td pass to santonio holmes uh you know 165 wins. I know we don't count wins as starting quarterbacks, but it sure shows up a lot, right? Fifth most in NFL history, um, you know, 67% winning percentage. You know, Steelers are winners with them. There's no question about it. They had a lot of really good years. This year was not the best, 18 years in. The wear and tear finally were, were on him. He was a guy who played hurt a lot. He was a guy who early in his career was a bit of a mess off the field. Needless to say, I don't know how well Big Ben would have uh, made it through some of the stuff that he was accused of doing back in the day, um, in this day and age, in the Me Too movement. And, uh, you know, we're not shaming victims world anymore. We try not to. We're at least a little bit more sensitive about that. And accusers like to think uh, become better society there. You know, just because somebody's rich and famous and says they didn't do it is not necessarily always true. Uh, no reason to drag people through the mud. But nonetheless, Big Ben, you know, appears to have grown up, got married, had family. Hopefully, uh, doesn't act like a jackass off the field anymore, like it appeared he was for a long time there. Um, but you know, big, big tough guy. You could count on him every week to play, even maybe when he shouldn't have been playing at times. With Pittsburgh, 18 years long stretch, and now they got to be on the hunt for a quarterback like a lot of others. Uh, I think he'll be in the Hall of Fame, no question. Rookie of the year, um, get fifth most passing yards in NFL history, two Super Bowls. Is he a top 10 all-time quarterback? No, I would never go that far. Um, I don't even know if he's in the top 20, quite frankly, for me. But, you know, and I know everybody looks at stats now, and they don't realize how different the rules were from when guys like Elway played in Montana and Marino and – Dan Fouts and, you know, hell, going back further, Sonny Jurgensen, Sammy Ball, when nobody could throw the football with this guy, you know, I wouldn't lie for it either. But, you know, I mean, all I know is nobody's throwing the ball like he was, and it was like a damn basketball. But anyway, so you got to kind of take it in eras. And in his era, the problem is he's played with, you know, guys like Rodgers, 
you know, <laughs> you know, which, you know, now these younger dudes like Mahomes and company, and he's, of course, played with Brady in that same era, so he gets pushed back even further because of those guys alone. But still a great career, no doubt. And the thing that I respect most about him is he doesn't look like Tom Brady. Like, he doesn't look like, um, you know, you know, a, a guy like Cam Newton who was a big quarterback who was similar size and stature. Um, he looks like a slob. I mean, he looks like every man. He's a fat guy. I mean, let's be honest. Let's just go ahead and call it as it is. He is the greatest fat quarterback the NFL has ever seen. Maybe the only fat quarterback uh, the NFL has really seen that started and played a lot, you know, in, in this era at least. I mean, there was guys, you know, earlier eras uh, that were uh, out of shape and, you know, had beer guts and all that stuff. But, I mean, Big Ben, I mean, geez, they, they showed him today. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, his head. I mean, you know, we make fun of Barry Bonds' head when he went to, you know, San Francisco and got on the Balco. But Big Ben, I mean, my goodness, I, I put that head up against anybody's. That thing, whoo. And I'm a big head guy, so I know what it looks supposed to not look like. And, boy, his is huge. But in terms of the, the best fat quarterback ever, I mean, there's not even really anybody who's in his league. Best fat athlete, I mean, that's tough. I mean, you know, you always people always talk about pitchers and baseball. Like Bartolo Colon was a really good athlete for, for a big fat guy. Tony Gwynn, Hall of Famer, fat. You know, he was the late Tony Gwynn. Great player, though. Um Shaq, you know, he went. He kind of rode the line. I don't think it's fair to call Shaq fat because he he was he was. I mean, later in his career he was, but not. But in his prime, he wasn't. But Big Ben mostly fat throughout his career. Got to respect it. Got to respect it because you know never like you didn't ever hear about like Big Ben like <laughs> I'm changing my diet. This he didn't go vegan. Like Big Ben didn't come back with a six pack abs. You know ever. I mean, <laughs> you're ready. You're like, hey, Big Ben's dropped thirty pounds. And he's like, what? You know, whatever. And if he did, he gained it back like immediately. I, there was just too much good food in Pittsburgh for this guy. I mean, he just you know he just always looked out of shape. You know, everybody's like, oh, he's wearing a flak jacket. No, that wasn't a flak jacket. That was just him. No, <laughs> no he did wear a flak jacket. Just kidding. But, you know, he really just – he didn't always embrace, like, the TB12 lifestyle. Tom Brady tweeted out something that was actually very funny, saying that, uh, <laughs> you know, like, there's different ways to do it. And it's true. Like, you don't have to be, you know, Tom Brady eating avocado ice cream, which is disgusting, or whatever he does, you know. I mean, and all these weird things that uh, the TB12 is all about, um, that he's kind of created this whole thing of his own. He goes – uh, ben defied the TB12 method in favor of the throw some ice on it method. And what he really wanted to say was, and eat a lot of ice cream too. But anyway, in his whole career, and he ended up an all-time great with six Pro Bowls and two Super Bowls. There's more than one way to bake a cake. See, I like that. Tom Brady, that was good stuff. And um, he's right. I mean, there is more than one way to bake a cake, if you will. It really doesn't have to suffer uh and eat the terrible food that tom brady does and you know not have any fun during the regular season now we did see him in that parade last year so he knows how to have fun when when the time is right i still don't understand this whole idea though like so they say he was going to montana brady on a ranch with his family to think about the uh, or maybe not with his family i don't know he's going to montana maybe he's going without him i don't know maybe it's just him and giselle uh are going there but, like, they have a place in Costa Rica. Like, go to the place in Costa Rica, dude. It's, but I guess if you're in Tampa, you know, you've been in warm weather all year. So, you know, it's not as great for you to do the warm weather thing now. Like, for somebody, like, living in this area right now where it's freezing freaking cold. Like, this has been a nasty winter. 
I mean, I would I would go to the coast. I would go to Costa Rica in a heartbeat if I was him. But I don't have the Costa Rica place like Tom, so I got to settle for places like Cancun instead that I can afford. All right, Ben Raby, Caps radio host, is going to come up with us. We'll talk about the January struggles. What's the biggest issue? Is it a coaching issue? Is it a player issue? All the above, and can they get a goalie uh, before the deadline? They need help. Can they do it? Um, Or are we looking at maybe what to expect the rest of the season from this Capitals team? We'll also get to the issues with the Wizards in the final hour. Straight ahead, it's overtime. Scott Jackson with you here on 106.7 The Fan of the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.